today on Locked on Buckeyes. We'll discuss if Ohio State should pursue a quarterback in the transfer portal. And Tommy Eichenberg wins Big Ten Linebacker of the Year. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to an episode of Locked on Buckeyes. Put Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 29th in the year 2023. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on couch and use code locked on couch for your first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks daily fantasy sports made easy. During today's episode, we will discuss the Buckeye players on defense that won all Big Ten honors, highlighted by Tommy Eichenberg winning Big Ten linebacker of the year. And Holtman's boys look to stay hot on the basketball court. But first, the transfer portal opens up next week. And you know that it's that time of year when the first portal window opens. People are going to start asking if their team, this team, Ohio State, should pursue certain players in the transfer portal or certain position groups. And I am one that's going to say yes. There are certain position groups Ohio State should pursue in the transfer portal. And that's going to come later in the week. But one of them that I think a lot of people out there will be saying, hey, you need to go after a quarterback in the transfer portal because what we got right now ain't getting the job done. I do believe there's a narrative and a segment of Ohio State's fan base that believes you need to go out there and get a quarterback in the portal. I don't want to go all in and say that I'm there yet. Actually, I never thought about a quarterback in the portal at least right now. Now, because Kyle Court did some good things this year, he showed growth throughout the season. And even in a game where he threw one interception, a costly interception, if that play was blocked better, there's a good chance Ohio State has a realistic shot to score on their final drive of the game and beat Michigan over the weekend. Despite the way they play, despite the body language, despite all of the things that didn't go Ohio State's way, and despite the things that Ohio State did not do well enough to win the game, they still had a realistic shot to win that game. If they beat Michigan, I guarantee you, numerous people would have a different view about how Kyle McCord played in that game. But unfortunately, that game was a loss. And so when it comes to going to the portal to get a quarterback or any position, be very, very careful. There are times you think the grass is greener on the other side. That's not always the case. Kyle McCord this year, his numbers, not per game numbers, but total numbers for the year, at least through the regular season, these will go up because the Buckeyes will play in a bowl game. If they happen to get into the playoff, they could have two more games. So at minimum, the Buckeyes will play 13 games this year, could be 14 if they happen to finally get to get in the playoff and play for a national championship. 3,170 passing yards, a completion percentage of 65.8. He threw 24 touchdowns and six interceptions. The 3,000 passing yards, okay, I get that. I'm here for it. 
Only throwing six interceptions in 12 games and first third the full-time starter. Okay, I'm here for it. The one thing I'm not comfortable with, 24 touchdowns. You're only averaging two passing touchdowns a game. And this goes into how the standard has been set at Ohio State. It's high. There's a high bar. But who's to say Kyle McCord next year would not move up closer to the bar and the standard that has been set at Ohio State? I don't know. I've seen out there on the Bird app. Well, no, it's not the Bird app anymore. They're on X. That still sounds weird to me. That some people are saying, hey, Ohio State, go after Cam Ward, the talented quarterback out there at Washington State. Threw for 3,700 passing yards this year. Uh, both seasons that he's been that he's been uh, at Washington State, he's thrown for over 3,200 passing yards. Completion percentage of 66.6. That's odd to say. 25 touchdowns. Seven interceptions. Last year, he had 23 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So the touchdown numbers are about the same. Kyle McCord has less interceptions than Cam Ward has had in both seasons. Um, of course, last year, Cam Ward played 13 games, one bowl game. Um, realistically, he'll play in another bowl game this year as well. So I'm not saying I'm all in on Cam Ward. Just, I'm just relaying something that I have seen out there. There is a narrative and people that are saying, hey, it's been confirmed that Ohio State is going after Cam Ward, even though the portal is not officially open. I would caution people that think that, because some of those same people might be the people that were saying, hey, I'm all for Devin Brown. Number 33 looks odd for a quarterback, but number 33 could be my quarterback because I want number 33 to be back there in shotgun taking the snaps uh, every single day. And there are people out there that believe that. And I'm going to say this once again. Sometimes the grass is not always greener on the other side. So if Cam Moore was out here having 3,700 passing yards in 12 games this year and 32 touchdowns, completely different conversation, 27 versus 24. That three, that plus three mark that Cam Moore has, okay, I know he's a good quarterback. I know he's done some good things. I know he's been consistent. I'm not saying Cam Moore's not better than Kyle McCord. I'm not saying, like, who's better, who's worse. I think Cam Moore's a phenomenal quarterback and, and did a lot more good things this year than maybe Kyle McCord had. But Kyle McCord didn't have a running game. Kyle McCord worked at a bad offensive line early, and no line that was getting better, but still was not up to the standard that has been set at Ohio State. I'm saying I have to say this. I'm not trying to pick Cam Ward's side or pick Kyle McCord's side. I'm just saying, if you're in the camp, if you're a part of the group, that says, hey, go out there and get Cam Ward or go out there and get X, Y, or Z quarterback or I got a list of five. These are the five that Ohio State should go after. You try to submit them to, my, to Ryan Day and he's like, please, I already got my mind made up or I know what I'm going to be doing in this category. Sometimes the grass is not always greener on the other side. However, I will say this a little earlier than expected conversation about the portal. Ohio State can go after almost every position in the portal and bring guys in. Almost everyone. O-line, absolutely. Quarterback, if you got a guy in the, in, in the portal that you believe is better than what you got for next year's starting quarterback, cool. Don't bring in a guy to be a backup. Bring in a guy who you believe makes you better. Running back, who knows what you're going to have next year because Henderson could be gone. Williamson, I mean, Williams could be gone. Chip Trainum could be gone. 
Della Hayden and Evan Pryor, you expect to be here, but who knows? One of them could enter the portal. Tight end, you need more help. Receiver, you got young guys that don't have much experience. And if Harrison and Abuka leave, you got Fleming, and you got guys that are inexperienced. D-line, okay, you got a lot of guys there, but if your four starters leave, well, you're inexperienced once again. Linebacker, desperately need help. Secondary, that might be the one area where I say A-OK. Specials, punter, Marco didn't get it done against Michigan. Fielding with the kick against Michigan. Hey, you can go to the portal and get just about anything. I'm not going to give you my list of top three positions to go to dive into if I'm Ohio State in the portal. <laughs> That's coming up later in the week. What's coming up later today on the show is Tom Eckenberg winning Big Ten Linebacker of the Year and the other Buckeyes that received all Big Ten honors on the defensive side of the ball. That's coming up next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than on less than on two to six player stat projections and watch those winnings roll in. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had Winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Price picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat, type, stat types are what make price picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to pricepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for your first deposit match up to $100. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Locked, excuse me, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Anytime you hear awards are going to be handed out in the Big Ten, it's expected that Ohio State is going to have numerous players win awards. It might not always be expected the way that we might think it's going to be because the talent at Ohio State's at an all-time high, better than most every other school in the in the Big Ten. However, that's not always the case. And on Tuesday, the Big Ten handed out awards on the defense. On Wednesday, the awards for the offense are coming up. And lo and behold, what do we find? Tommy Eichenberg won Big Ten Linebacker of the Year. This is officially an award that's named after Dick Buckets, former Illinois linebacker, and Pat Fitzgerald, former Northwestern linebacker and former Northwestern football coach. Eichenberg's been fun, man. The official uh, name of the award is Big Ten Buckets Fitzgerald Linebacker of the Year for those of you that are keeping notes and tallies at home. He's also the first ever, ever Big Ten, excuse me, Ohio State linebacker 
to win this award. And think about all the great linebackers that Ohio State has had over the history of the school. And for him to be the first to say, whoa, 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 what is this? <laughs> what are we talking about? Eichenberg being the first player ever in Ohio State history to win this award. Well, you got to kind of realize when was the first time the award was given out. 2011. Now, Ohio State has some really good linebackers during this time period. Really, really good. Ryan Shazier is at the top of the list. The first thing that comes to my mind, didn't win it. Over the past few years, some recent winners of this award, Jack Campbell won it last year, Leo Chanel of Wisconsin in 2021, Patty Fisher, Northwestern in 2020, Micah Parsons, Devin Bush of Michigan, uh, Josie Jewell of Iowa in 2017, Jabril Peppers, who I didn't really think was a linebacker, but okay, uh, Joe Schobert of Wisconsin, Mike Hall, of Penn State 2014, Chris Borland in 2013. Yes, that's tough, Borland's brother. Uh, Michael Motti uh, in 2012. And then the first winner, Levante David, Nebraska in 2011. That might actually be the first year Nebraska joined the Big Ten. Hey, you come up with all that talent. You win that award. Then the rest is history. But that's, that's great, man. Like, Ike, his numbers aren't what they were last year, at least so far. He also missed a couple games, only played in 10 of the 12 Ohio State regular season games, 80 total tackles, two and a half tackles for loss, one sack on the season. He was phenomenal, has been phenomenal this year. One forced fumble last year. He had 120 tackles in 13 games, 12 tackles for loss, two and a half sacks, one interception. He also scored on that. That was a pick six. Um, three pass breakups. So you're not going to get the, I mean, it's realistic that he could have a 120 tackle performance, but a lot has to, I mean, a uh, season, excuse me, 100 plus tackle season, 120 is almost insane. One, 100 plus tackle season, but a lot has to go right. Probably, probably play multiple games. And that's probably not going to happen throughout the rest of the season. But there were also other Buckeyes that also won awards um this year the other ones that won um position awards defensive uh d-lineman of the year and defensive player of the year johnny newton of illinois um uh defensive back of the year return specialist of the year is cooper dejon of iowa punter of the year no surprise tory taylor kicker of the year dragon keat cases of minnesota and let me go ahead and get back to the Correct graphic on the screen. First team all defense for Ohio State in the Big Ten. JT Toy Malowal, Tommy Eichenberg, of course, and Denzel Burke. Second team all defense uh, for the Big Ten for Ohio State. Defensive lineman Tyler Williams, defensive lineman Jack Sawyer, and then third team all defense for Ohio State. D lineman Michael Hall Jr., linebacker Steel Chambers, defensive back Joshua. Proctor. Did I miss Ransom's name in any of this? I don't believe so, which once again surprised me. Why did he not get awarded? Because he was good this year. Not the as good as he was last. I think Ransom wasn't as good as he maybe should have been, but he was barely really good this year. Linebacker Eichenberg at the top of the list. Then you add in JT and Mike Call and Steel Chambers and Proctor and Burke. I mean, the lit Williams and Sawyer, Ohio State's littered with talent. 
And I love hearing about the guys that are getting these awards. Some of them are, are awarded by the coaches. Some of them are coaches and media. Some of them are only awarded via the media. For example, JT Toyma first team all defense, voted on by the coaches and the media. Tommy Ackerberg, of course, Big Ten linebacker of the year, coaches and media. Denzel Burke was only a first teamer via the coaches. I, I don't know what they're seeing. I don't know what the media is watching. He was easily one of the best defensive backs, one of the best corners in the Big Ten. He was on the field. You don't throw to his side. Or maybe that you're saying, oh, well, that goes into why the media voted the way that they did. Okay, maybe. Cool. I don't agree with that. What I do agree with, though, is that Eichenberg is leading a good defense this year, phenomenal defense. And one thing I don't want to get lost in the sauce in the aftermath of the loss to Michigan is how good Ohio State's defense has been this year. I mean, you're going into the game. The number one scoring defense in the country, Michigan. Number two scoring defense in the country, Ohio State. In that game, what did you find? The defense's Ohio State's defense almost made enough plays to win the game. Yes, there were issues. Yes, they had problems. But they made Michigan do things that nobody thought Michigan could do as consistent as they did. Why? Because they shut down a lot of the things Michigan wanted to do because Ohio State's defense is really, really good. So I don't want anybody, anybody watching this now or listening to this Whatever, or maybe you're getting this, you're at work, somebody has it on their computer, and you're catching it just because you're around them, whatever it is. Don't lose sight about how good this defense was this year. And also, not was this year, we're still in the middle of the season, there's at least one more game. And I expect the defense that Ohio State has played all year to show up once again in the bowl game. Now, there's a thought that some guys might opt out or might some guys might enter the portal and also opt out. I don't know. Not thinking about that that far. What I am saying is this. Ohio State's defense this year in year two under Jim Knowles drastically improved. There's a segment of people out there that are saying some coaches need to be let go, fired, maybe move on from them. Whatever it may be, cool. That's the coaches. Those same coaches that might need to be moved around are also coaching guys that are really, 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 really good and played phenomenal ball this year. I say this all the time. I don't hear it a lot. Jim knows year two great. We all know what the narrative is about Jim knows in year two at any school. That's cool. But you know what the narrative is? What should be? The players got better. The players need to be recognized and praised for how well they played this year. And some of those players on defense got recognized at the Big Ten level for how well they played during this season. Holtman's boys have been playing well this year, and they seek to keep on the hot streak they're currently on. We'll discuss what to expect tonight as the Buckeyes step back on the basketball court. It's coming at you next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Linked. In jobs these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find 
the right people for your team faster and for free. It's free and easy to create a job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Once you create your job post, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Have you spent time this year watching Ohio State's basketball team? I hope the answer is yes. I hope you are not someone who is kind of just, no, it's football season. We'll get to basketball later. No, 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 no. I hope that's not you. I hope you're not in that camp. Because this year's basketball team has the opportunity, opportunity, to one, do something they didn't do last year, make the NC2A tournament. But two, if the pieces keep working like they are, and Bruce Thornton keeps progressing like he is, and Roddy Gale Jr. becomes a dog on the wing, what are we going to be finding? This might be a roster that makes the second weekend in the NC2A tournament for the first time in Chris Holtman's tenure at Ohio State as he head coach. It's weird to say that. Very odd. I was high and excited when Chris Holtman came to Columbus, started covering the team. <laughs> he got a little upset and down because of the results that we're seeing on the basketball court. But this year's team is really, 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 really good. They After the loss to Texas A&M by... Seven points. The Buckeyes beat Merrimack 76-52. They beat Western Michigan uh, 73-56. They beat Alabama 92-81. They beat Santa Clara 86-56 to win the Emerald Coast Classic Championship over the weekend Friday. Saturday. Now, that Friday game was kind of annoying. I understand CBS Sports Network had the game, but they had a game before that Utah State. I forget who the other score they were playing was. The game went into overtime, was trickled in, into the Ohio State game. I tried to catch a game on the CBS Sports app. Couldn't get it up. And I don't know exactly what was going on. I got kind of frustrated. I love football. But it's one of those weird years, man. I I really look forward to watching this team play because they play together. They play as a well-oiled machine, led by Bruce Thornton and Roddy Gill Jr., the two leading scorers for Ohio State this year. They have four scores averaging double digits. Bruce Thornton, 17, and 17 points, 4.8 assists per game. Roddy Gill Jr. averaging 15 points and five rebounds, 3.7 assists per game. Jameson Battle, the Minnesota transfer, averaging 12, 12 point, 12 and a half points a game and 3.8 rebounds. Zed Key coming off the bench this year. It's one of the big uh, alterations that I was not really expecting to happen this year. Zed Key off the bench. Felix Akpara, the younger athlete in this 
duo is now the starting center for Ohio State. Zed Key off the bench, averaging 11 and 6. Akpara averaging 4 and 6. Now, that 6 rebounds is huge because I do believe throughout the first two games of the year was only averaging 3, maybe 4 rebounds. At six foot eleven, you put on almost thirty pounds in the offseason, buddy. You gotta squeak. You gotta know how to use your frame, use your arm, get that ball, squeeze the ball, squeeze. Some say the orange or the rock, whatever you want to call it, and get it back to your man. It wasn't happening early. I think that number needs to be closer to nine, ten, eleven legit rebounds every single game. But you got other transfers and Del Bonner, the Baylor transfer, uh, averaging 6.7 points a game. Uh, Scotty Middleton, the um, – I almost said the rookie. Wow, no. He's a freshman off the bench, averaging five points a game. Uh, Evan Mahaffey, another transfer. Devin Royal, a freshman. This team with the transfers, a freshman, and a few guys that are coming back from last year's team, Chris Holman put together a really good roster. via recruiting, Thornton, Gale, Middleton. Via the portal, also Akpara and Key. Via the portal and Mahaffey and Bonner in uh, battle. Like, Chris Holtman? I was almost off the Chris Holtman train. Still on it for now. And I'm excited to see what Ohio State does tonight in their next game this season. What are you expecting for Ohio State this season? Uh. What are you expecting from them tonight? I'm trying to get my emails back up. I'm expecting a win. I'm not trying to, like, just say, oh, it's just going to happen. No, they're playing Central Michigan, a team who is just a mid-major. Ohio State should come out here and win the game. Handle business. The game is tonight. Value City Arena tips off at 7 p.m. It'll be on the Big Ten Network. And uh, 97 won the fan. Calling the game is Connor Onion and former Ohio State standout, as the email says, Joey Lane. I'm excited to hear Joey call the game. I think this is my first time ever hearing Joey, or will be the first time hearing Joey call and broadcast a college basketball game. I'm really excited to hear his insight and how he does, especially with the ebb and flow in the back and forth. Calling college basketball, man. It's not like football where you know you got a four- to six-second play. Analysts can come in. Oh, okay, cool. Goes back to the play-by-play, man. No. Basketball, that flow back and forth, back and forth. You could get into a rhythm, but sometimes before you know it, that rhythm starts picking up, rhythm starts slowing down. You just got to take it as you can. But this basketball team, man, I am excited for them, and I cannot wait to see what they do on the basketball court tonight. Are you somebody that's looking forward to watching the basketball team? Good, if you are. If you are not, I highly encourage you, hop on the Buckeye basketball train. There's plenty of room for you, especially this time of year. Not everybody's focused and move forward to basketball. A lot of people are still on the football, just like myself. You can double dip Buckeye football. Buckeye basketball, do it all at the same time. You get a little Buckeye basketball fix. They got a game on a Wednesday. They got a game that's coming Sunday evening. Do it. Watch it. And I think you'll like the product that you watch as well. Out of here on, on, oh, Wednesday. I love being back. Been a little under the weather. This weather kind of kicked me down. But I'm getting back up. Getting my feet under me. 
and moving forward with the show every single day. Looking to get our guy, Mo Murphy, back on the show to talk more. Ryan Day, Ohio State, Michigan. It's coming up later in the week. Definitely going to hit the transfer portal. And I'm going to predict something I don't normally do. Predict all 10 conference championship games. To kind of give you a better picture about how I feel about if Ohio State has a realistic shot to make the college football playoff at the end of the week. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Wednesday. You can follow me on X at jstevens 7 all of those emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. If you'd like to continue this conversation outside of the space of this year's podcast and hear and see your comments used as content here on the show, go to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Buckeyes. Once again, this has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Wednesday. We'll see you next time.